This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast. I'm Brit. And I'm Brit Tin. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're Brit Tin too. I mean, I technically am Brit Tin. I'm Brit Ton. Oh, I yeah. love this for us. Yes. Another moment of alignment. Yes. Um, fantastic. Well, we are here recording the very first episode of Brit on Blast, and we're super, super excited. I would say we're like just a little bit nervous. Yeah, a little. It's just something new. Something new. But we have a lot of exciting things that we want to talk about. So um, we're going to go ahead and start off by giving you guys the roundup every single week, which lets you know what we're going to be talking about. So you can decide if you want to tune in or not. Um, Like a little roadmap for our our pod. Yeah. And so a little bit about what we got going on this week. Um, We're going to be talking about two different segments for you guys. So we have business on blast, which is going to be about alignment and adapting this week. And then do you want to tell them about the other one? Yeah. So then we're going to be having another segment called Brit happens. And that's just kind of like current events, anything that's happening in pop culture, pretty much anything under the sun. Um, So every episode, you're going to get a little business um, and a little bit of current events and it'll be awesome. Yeah. We want to keep it realistic because while business is happening for us and for you, life is also happening and pop culture is happening all around us and keeps it kind of fun and entertaining. So, um, first and foremost, can we talk about how we got started? Yeah, it was kind of fate. It was, it's actually really cool because if it didn't happen, if we didn't have that meeting, then we wouldn't be sitting here right now. But Emmy's flower truck, shout out. She, we were having just like a business meeting down here at the National Automobile Museum. And so Britt and I came and we did our meeting and it was awesome. And then they were like, oh, can you sit in for a commercial? Yeah. Phil, who's the executive director here, he's like the greatest, but he was like, hey, so we have a commercial and we want you to be in it. Like we need two more people. Can you like come sit in this podcast room? And we were like, I was personally like a hard pass. Yeah. You're like, I have to be gone here in like three hours and 45 minutes. So I can't do it. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's going to be 20 minutes. And we're like, okay, fine. Fine. We'll do it. So we come in here and we sit down and we put these headphones on and we start, which is like kind of cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And, and we were mic'd up. We're like, I can hear you. This is so cool. <laughs> but we were having a conversation about the real life of things because Britain and I always love to talk about business, obviously, because yes. we like to talk about like new ideas that we have and how we can like generate revenue and all these different things and how we can be creative. But we also realize that like life is happening. And I was going through a breakup at the time. Right. And so we just started talking about um, how like emotionally inept I am and how I struggle. <laughs> that is not true. But listen, that's basically the context <laughs> of that conversation because it was a down day. It, it was, was a down day. It was a rough day. And like my ex was coming back into town after like literally being, we were not seeing each other yeah. for like the majority of our relationship he was dropped separated. Off the face of the earth. And then he just popped back, in. popped back up. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, trying to move on with my life. I got to go. Yeah. But then I was kind of like, but hold on, let's fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
just to be sure <laughs> just to be sure so yeah all of that happened and um we had like all the guys in the room laughing at me mostly i think well so we just sat across from each other and had this conversation like we weren't being recorded or weren't like filming a commercial yeah. and then everyone after they're like filming all around us and every everyone after was like wow you guys are like funny <laughs> And we're like, nah, <laughs> nah, can't be because it feels sad to me. Yeah. Well, it was a sad thing. I was like, I'm glad that they took that as humor. But yeah. here we are. And so then Christian, who owns uh, Phoenix Media, he was here like sitting at the table being a part of the production. Well, and this, the is, what he does, this is what he does for a living. This is what he does for a living. And he was like, no, for real, like you guys could do this. And we were like, all right, let's find out. He's like, you're not great. Yeah. But you, you have potential. <laughs> You have potential. So we came back and uh, Phil let us use the space. And so we're um, we're now recording a podcast for you. We came up with Brit on Blast. And this is kind of one of those things that we want to talk about. You know, this is kind of moving into the next piece, I guess, business on Blast. And I, I know, you know, for us, like for me, a big thing in my life is alignment. Mm -hmm. I have to have like a very strong foundation in what I'm doing. And then mm -hmm. that allows, um, especially with business, you have to be open to opportunities and right. adapting. Right. So alignment and adapting are huge for business. And like one of the reasons that we started this pod was because like being a business owner is a lonely place to be. You oh kind God. of feel alone. And so you and I would always commiserate on that. And we would always yeah. talk about it like when we would see each other. And so then we like ended up talking about the same of the, some of the same things all the time. And so these are two of those. Yep. Adapting and alignment. Yep. And so I think... Um, We'll just jump right into it, I guess. Um, so let's talk about a little bit. Basically, okay, so foundationally for us, like what's our why? What's our, like what, what is this success is not always a straight line. I mean, it definitely isn't. And that's, oh, and it's measured in so many ways. But first tell, tell them what you do. And oh God, that's right. Yeah. People need to know what we do for a yeah. living. Yeah. Yeah. I have a candle company called Haven and Flux. We make candles for mental health. So they're intentional so that you can have intentions in your life. We have Spotify playlist pairings that pair up to those. And then we give a dollar back to Mental Health America for every candle sold. So my why is really about making sure that we talk about mental health in a way that is approachable and not so scary and um, making change in that space. And then I've worked with Britain and the way that I got to know Britain was through her business and tell them what yeah. you do. So I own the biggest little fashion truck. Um, we are a mobile clothing company, women's clothing company. Um, we have a store, we have an online store, but, um, we got started aside from having fashion in my family for decades and decades, like 70 years. Um, I just fell in love with how clothing can make a difference in someone's overall confidence and like the difference that, um, a woman feels yeah. like how much more confident she feels in something that she, um, looks good in and that yeah. she feels that she looks good in. So, that's why I do it is to make women more confident through clothing. Yeah. And I mean, that goes even like you do so much more than that. And I'm just going to like shout you out for a second. But for the business owners in this industry and in Reno, you have done so much for us. And I know I talk to other business owners about this all the time. Like your events that you provide and that you build for us are really built to support the businesses. And so I think you're doing even more than that because you give us the confidence to like go out That's and nice. show up and make money in a way that is not like so, I mean, it's I not like so opportunistic. It feels really like genuine and like you, it's clear that you put our business first 
And it's uh, very appreciated. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, We do work hard to provide opportunities for other business owners and to, you know, allow for success. Because at the end of the day, like we can have great whys, but we need to make money and pay our rent. 100%. All right. So let's jump into the next piece. So Britt, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the Automobile Museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha- it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want, they have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you like need a little break yeah. or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. All right. So jumping back into alignment and adapting. So we talked about a little bit of our whys. And I think that that's really important. And I think that if you can, I mean, for me, I hate to say this and I'm, I'm going to say it anyway, because mm. that's what yeah, I love good, to do. Good. <clears throat> I think that. I think that, unfortunately, physical appearance matters. Yeah. And I don't think it's right, but I think that it's a truth that we live with in this society. And what I've experienced in my life, literally, I remember I went to the hospital to visit my grandmother recently, and um, it was a Sunday, and on Sundays we watch football, Mm -hmm. and I dress in scrubs. Like, Mm -hmm. I am a homeless person. (laughs) And I went to just stop in and see my grandmother, but that same week I had went I had gone to see her and I had dressed to the nines because I had had meetings. And when I came in the first time, people were smiling at me and they were like, you know, really acknowledging my existence. Mm -hmm. When I came in on that Sunday dressed like like a a homeless person, (laughs) they seriously like did not make eye contact with me. I mean, nobody smiled at me and I got into the room and my grandma and I were having a conversation and I was like, it's just interesting to me the way that I was just treated yeah. by the people. And I'm not saying this is nothing. They have so much on their plate. So it right. could have literally been a million things going right. on, but like you can own a room or not own a room based mm-hmm. on the way that you look. Totally. My height is I'm six feet tall. Right. So, so my, you already kind of demand a little bit of attention and you don't have a choice when you're six feet tall as a woman, yeah. like you walk into a room and you are, people are going to look because right. they're like, what the fuck is happening? That yeah, is a huge awesome. person. Yeah, you think you think that until everybody's asking you to reach shit on the top shelf. <laughs> but <laughs> it's very I, useful. It's very useful. People find me very <laughs> useful. Um, but yeah, that's the harsh world that we live in. And right. So if that is our reality, we might as well play into it and use it to our advantage, right? So right. I feel like dressing is a form of self-care. I mean, 100%. So 
finding clothes that fit your body shape is so important. And yes. that takes time and that takes, you know, trial and error. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to like have it nailed down every single day, but finding styles that look good on your body shape is key. And then sticking to that, like you can hit the trends while still sticking to what works on you. Yes. So, so I think that like with that, the reason why I always love working with Britain is because that impacts your mental health. Self-care impacts your mental health. My candles are a form of self-care. You wake up, you light your candle, you set your intention, you do your meditation, you do your prayer, whatever you need to do to get your mind right. And then you go out in your day. Maybe you take that with you with the playlist that I built in there, whatever it looks like for you, you do that, but you're dressed to the nines. And you have the confidence and you handle your, your, your shit. You handle your day with a little bit more like, with the armor, right. I guess, to survive the reality of the day. Right. Um, so as far as alignment goes, when we were offered this opportunity, you have to question everything you do as a business owner, right? Or else you just become so diluted and just spread out. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like, okay, Britton and I already work a lot together for these events that mm-hmm. we do. And so that feels really natural and like an obvious path. Yeah. And we just like, each other I mean we work with a lot of people but like they're just like sometimes we wouldn't even communicate and it was just like this understanding right like yeah yeah that's the best thing that is the best thing about my business owner friends too let's just take a minute for that little side note the best thing about my business owner friends is that I don't have to say anything yeah like no words and it could be two days later and they're like yo we good yeah. Yep. We're good like everything's good it's just like this like understanding of like yeah we get it like Mm -hmm. If I seem frazzled, you're like, well, it checks out, you yeah. know? And that's the lonely thing about being a business owner. When your other friends or maybe family don't understand it, you feel alone and you feel isolated. But, like, because we have this community now and because I have you and other people, like, yeah. it doesn't feel so alone. And we wanted to bring that to you guys. Like, mm-hmm. we wanted to – we want you guys to feel like we're there with you in your car if you're also pour candles while you're pouring candles, because that's when I listen to my podcast <laughs> right. or if you're tagging thing, like whatever it is that you're doing. Right. Even if you're not a business owner, whatever career you're in could feel lonely. 100%, especially now that we're all working from home. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. Nobody's even talking about that. But I think that like, so creating that key foundation mm-hmm. and knowing that Britton and I have same the same ideas and values and then saying, okay, maybe this podcast is completely out of the realm of what we would normally expect to do. Right. But an opportunity was presented to us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is where adapting comes in. Totally. You have to be able to adapt to whatever is presented to you, good, bad, and otherwise. Right. Exactly. Like adapting is, I think the key to success in business because like you may start out with an idea of what's going to happen or how you want it to go and things can completely change, right? Oh my God. And it never goes according to plan. No. And that's okay as long as you make the most of it and that you're open and you don't just like get, just give up. That's another thing. Mm. But if you don't give up and you keep adapting, and I always say this, and I'm sure people have already heard me say this, but, and I've said this to you a million times, but Amazon started as an online bookstore. Yep. If they would have been like, oh, well, that's it. That's what we're doing. It didn't work out. Like, yeah, people don't like paper anymore. They don't like paper books. So like, we're out. Bye. See ya. Exactly. So it's like that. I just always in like day one, like always, I don't treat your business as if it's in the first day and just adapt. Like you don't know where it's going. So, I mean, you're five, you're over five years in now. We are. And and I just hit a one-year mark. Which is huge. And your year was not easy. No. Holy smokes. The first year is like a roller coaster as is and like 
I experienced personal stuff too. Yeah. Like really rough personal stuff. So as you're building this business, your first year in, life is happening around you. Right. Emotionally, like mentally, like it's a lot and you're still trying to propel this business forward. Like good for you. I mean, thank you. And also I just think that like, it doesn't even matter. I mean, we keep talking about this or keep saying this. It's like, you don't even have to be a business owner for that to happen. I, I think that there were moments where I was like, God, I wish I used to work for this incredible jewelry company and I had such an incredible team around me, but I worked long hours and I hustled mm-hmm. and we were constantly on the move and on the go. And I managed all these girls, but I was responsible pe- for people mm-hmm. and the difference there. And probably you feel this a little bit for me the only person depending on me within my business was myself. Mm-hmm. And I felt okay letting myself down. Right. And that's like an honest truth. Yeah. Where it was days where I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do work today. Yeah. I'm just going to lay on the couch and just be a zombie because I don't know what else to do with myself. And well, that's today your, was hard. That's your body and that's your mind <laughs> telling you to take a break, right? Right. But then the guilt sets in. The guilt sets in. And then we've talked about this a million times before where it's like, and I love the way that you put this, Britain, but it's like you have a checklist every single day, right? That mm-hmm. you like have to get through. And at the end of the day, you can quit. And we talked about it recently about how like I gave up the other day. It yeah. was like four o'clock and I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat an entire pizza yes. and watch Yellowstone. Yeah, good for you. And I did that. And right. I sat and, and just chilled for the rest of the night. But my checklist didn't get done. Right. And that's the hard part about having a business is if you do that and you made that decision because the holistic you needed that. Yep. But the next day you're going to wake up and be exactly in the same place and your business is going to be exactly in the same place that it was because there's nothing there to propel it forward. Granted, we are like putting things in place to hopefully get to where we don't have to rely solely on our energy to move forward. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's so true. And it's like, and this is what Britain had said to me that hit me the hardest. She's like, nobody cares. Nobody cares about your checklist. Yeah. No nobody cares that you didn't finish. Yeah. Nobody even knows that like you ate an entire pizza. Nobody but knows. You're hard on yourself. And that's the thing I think, you know, business owners or people in general, like we're, we're the hardest on ourselves. Right. And then that self-talk gets you down. So we just, and you're alone. Yeah. And you're alone. So just you know, I don't know, just going back to aligning to your why mm-hmm. and saying, okay, does, is this alignment with why I started with why I'm doing this? Yep. You know, maybe I do need to take a break so that tomorrow I can be better Yep. and then adapting and being like, okay, didn't work out. On to the next. Right. Like we're going to move on. I, today I woke up at, uh, this is my favorite thing. Oh, I would love to, we should do a poll and find out how many people actually have this because I, everybody I talk to who has anxiety experiences this. Mm. The 5 a.m. like shoot out of bed. Yes. (laughs) Right. That happened to me this morning. And I luckily went to bed early last night. So I got a good night's sleep. But I shot out of bed this morning. Good for you. Five o'clock in the morning. I was like, I'm out. I'm doing it. And I started. uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get on social media and start posting and get aligning my content for the entire day. And I did that. I mean, I had like five sales before eight o'clock. That's so badass. Congrats. Thanks. And I yeah. think that the other thing and the nice thing about my experience, because just going back to what I said about, you know, when I had all the pressure of those people that depended on me to mm-hmm. show up and to coach them and help them and all of those things, I showed up no matter what. Sometimes that wasn't best for my mental health. Right. Like I was really also very depressed and very anxious and I was really destructive in a lot of my relationships and including the ones I had at work. Yeah. And when I look at it now, 
I'm like, okay, I'm going to start work at five because I'm going to take a chunk out of my day today, like a Mm -hmm. couple hours to go visit my grandma, which will fill my cup up. Right. So I think that those are the things where it's like, we take those things for granted and like taking the breaks and taking the rest and all of those things. And it paid off for me. Like I saw it pay off immediately because I weren't so drained and you weren't just like going through like half ass, like not that you weren't trying to be present, but when you're that maxed out, it's impossible. And like, that's one of the benefits of business ownership is like you are ultimately in charge of your schedule. Yep. Right. There's no boss that's telling you, you have to be here regardless of how you're doing that day. Um, and so those are the perks of it. And that's another reason why, like, I didn't want to work for someone else. And so that's huge. And sometimes I forget those things. So it's a good reminder. Yeah. So I, um, I'm just super excited about where everything's going for us. And I think that the key thing is again, just like making sure that as you guys adapt in new positions, you're really making sure that you align first and that what you're doing aligns with the end goal. Right. Like, does this make sense for my business? 100%. And also, I mean, does this correlate to sales if that's what you're doing? Does exactly. This correlate to your why, because you can't complete your why without sales and without success. And that's something that, you know, of course, in like a perfect world, we wouldn't have to take people's money. But here we are. No, this right? is a revenue. Listen, at the end of the day, we all have bills right. to pay. This is a revenue based space. This isn't La La Land. No, we don't right. live in La La Land. You exactly. like, I'm not ashamed of the fact that I want to make a lot of money. Right. And I'm also not ashamed of the fact uh, that I do a lot for you know, Mental Health America and for spreading awareness within mental health. Like you can, we live in an and space. Right. And let's talk more a little bit, a little bit more about that after the break. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So talking about the and space, because this is a new thing for me and I'm really, really into this living in an and space. And this is something that my business coach taught me for me. There shouldn't be shame in earning a living no, and making money. And I want to make, I would quite frankly, and I think that everybody should say this. I want to make a lot of money. Yeah. I want to make a lot of money so I can provide a really nice life for myself and for my family. Yeah. And give back to your why. Yes. And give back to my why. But on the other side of that and I also want to make enough of an impact in my community and in the mental health space that I can really like look back at my life and say I left more of a legacy behind that mm-hmm. didn't include money because at right. the end of the day like money buys you things and you can have a nice house and you right. can have all these things and and that's great but at the end of the day what you leave as an impact is most important so there has to be an and space with those Definitely. I want to create a full life for myself uh-huh. and a full life for others in my community so Getting into that, that kind of like brings me back to the the and within an energy space. Right. Because I'm big on energy. And I think that for business owners and for anybody who works a job. Well, I yeah. In our world, I feel like we praise people who like overwork. Yeah. And who are just like, like you don't have to be dead tired at the end of the day to have right. a successful day. And so that's something that I've definitely had to learn. Like our self-worth isn't directly correlated with our productivity for the day, which has been hard. And I've had to like rewire my brain on that. But, you know, there's only so much energy that you have in a day. So Mm -hmm. I look at it as like my phone battery kind of like every, and also there's decision fatigue. 
Like there's only so many decisions that I can make in a day. So that's like sometimes at the end of the day when you get home and maybe your significant other, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, or your family member is like, so where do you want to go to eat? And you're just like, I don't care. Like just put some food in front of me. Like I can't, you know, like I literally cannot make another decision. And so like our battery, we have to preserve that. And you have to make sure that, you know, you are recharging that. Yeah. Whether it be one day a week that you take the whole day to just dive into your self-care. Maybe it's, you know, mornings, maybe it's evenings, but just making sure that you, you know, recharge that battery and fulfill yourself in ways that you can so that you can be be the best person for your business. And how do you, what's your favorite way to recharge your battery? Just out of curiosity. So Sundays are kind of like my off day. Like, um, I, you know, wake up, I'm like really spiritual. So I, I, uh, fitness, fitness, 100%. But Sundays is like, are like my days to just like, you know, be with my husband and watch church and work out. But, um, from day to day, I like fitness is like my therapy. Yeah. I literally love to work out. I don't know if it's the athlete in me, but 100%. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like if I don't work out in the day, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. In fact, this week I probably worked out too hard and my body is like, you got to slow your roll. So right. you I'm have gonna... to listen to your body. And it, it yeah. does, that does take a different kind of energy. It's not decision making energy, but for me, like, uh, when I wake up in the morning, it's like sometimes a day can seem overwhelming. Mm. After I work out, I'm like, okay, I got this. Yeah, because there's something about – I was just talking to um, Tiffany Billman, who we'll have on the podcast at some point. She mm-hmm. is a Pilates instructor, and she was like, how was my class? What did you think? And I was like, it was really hard. Like, I loved to hate it so much. But I go there to hate it. Yeah. Like, I go there because I I know that I need – if I go to a workout and it is slow or it's not challenging me or any of those things, the same goes for Johanna, actually. She yes. puts me through it, man. Yes. Oh my God, oh my from God, Club today. Pilates. She will put me through it. And then the next thing you know, you step away and you're like, my mind was challenged mm-hmm. as much as my body was. Yeah, it's like you're refreshed. Yeah. You're like, if I can do that, I can do anything. And it just, I mean, they say that fitness is, you know, antidepressant. I 100%. highly, highly, highly believe in that. A hundred percent agree with that. I mean- I, I suffer from pretty bad anxiety mm-hmm. and I think it's a blessing and a curse because it propels me forward, but it also right. can be a little debilitating yes. sometimes and a little overwhelming. And if I do not work out, if I am not moving, I mean, it's why I, there were, I remember somebody, we went snowboarding and I was like, I can't sit still. And he was like, don't you think that's a problem? And I was like, I don't see what the problem is. Like yeah. I run a business. I, I'm like constantly doing fun things with my dogs. I'm spending time with my family. Right. I'm snowboarding. I'm hiking. I'm surfing. Whatever it is, I'm out getting after the world. I'm going to look back at my life. And yeah, maybe anxiety was a big fuel for those things. But I'm going to look back at my life. It's probably going to be long because, quite frankly, the cardiovascular that I'm doing with my heart right now is insane. That's awesome. But also, like, I'm going to be able to say, okay, I experienced all of these things in spite of or because of my anxiety. I don't think, I think if I was depressed, it would be the opposite. I'd be laying on the couch and maybe that's coming. Who knows? It could be around the corner. (laughs) Well, no, because then you'll like get up and go for a walk and do some fitness, clear your mind. So yeah, that's, that's a one way that I recharge. Um, I also try to take breaks from my business a little bit Mm -hmm. before I didn't know that. And then I was like, why am I numb? Why can't I not like see the future? And there's, you know, highs and lows to business. So sometimes you're in a really creative space and you have all the motivation in the world. Mm -hmm. And then there's valleys where you're like, I don't know what's coming next. And I don't know how to, you know, like, what what am I going to do next? Like my business is failing. Like that's 
I always feel like that. So then I just have to like get on the treadmill, recharge, realign, adapt, right? Totally. And then keep moving forward. Like COVID was a huge thing for BLFT because we were based around events, right? Yeah. And people gathering. And then like stores were closed. So like adapting during that time was really, really hard. But we did. And I was like, okay, so we're not going to close down, right? So, no. so just like adapting, we started doing doorstep drop-offs and yeah. all those things. But yeah. I mean, it really comes down to delighting your customers in those moments, but you have to be in a headspace to be creative mm-hmm. and able to do that. I am currently in the headspace where I'm like, okay, I have to get creative for January. And mm-hmm. I'm like also drowning in the holidays right now. Like I'm a gift business in the holidays. right? And I, I'm not sure, like but my head has to be in January. And it's so funny because when I worked for a bigger corporation or it wasn't even a corporation, but it was a multi-million dollar company and I was generating all of this revenue for them. You know, I'm, I'm (laughs) November, December was planning. Like it it was planning out your next year. And Mm -hmm. now I'm in this position where I'm like, so it was this wonderful time of year because while it was hard and challenging, you had already shipped all of your wholesale orders. So Mm -hmm. you were already done with that, but you're thinking in your head, like, okay, you're in this beautiful, because listen, Q4, is a beautifully creative season, if you think about it, right? Yeah. Like everybody is festive and excited. Well, and lots of dollars are spent. Lots of dollars are being spent. So you have that you're not so anxious about like, when is the revenue going to come in? What is going to happen? And then it's a good headspace to set up for like, okay, I have all this potential and it's happening to me right yeah. now. Look what right. I can do next year. Because you're going to need to hold on to that feeling when January hits and you're like, oh, yeah, snap, right? Yeah. Like where are the sales coming in, but everyone's saving their money. Yeah. Everyone's burnt out from shopping in the holidays. So just like bottling that up and continuing that into January. Exactly. So I think that this is just like, I'm so excited about the show. I literally, I have, as we're having this conversation, I'm like, these are so, this is, this is just therapy for me, honestly. So Seriously. in January, we're going to have to remember this conversation when we come in and we're like in the Valley and we're like, so my business is closing down. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like, give it till Valentine's Day. I know. We're going to have to bring Nat in so she can cheer us up because her business thrives in January. And yeah, February. that's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to have her on. Um, okay, so um, I really want to talk about Brit Happens. How do you yes, feel about that? Love that. So that's our current event segment. I mean, pretty much everything under the sun. Whatever we feel like talking about, it's basically the life that happens behind the scenes of your business, right? So like, maybe sometimes we're going to talk about my flailing I hope dating life. life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You guys, we all need Brit's love life in our life. I mean, I'm in a very good space right now. I'm very like happy with the way that things are going <laughs> that right now. Did not sound natural. I'm very like happy. I'm happy. <laughs> That's where the emotionally inept part comes in. I'm like, I'm having emotions. There they are. Yeah. I mean, the reason, like, and even I remember the first time, and that was the first time I had ever said that is when we were in here doing that commercial, I was like, relationships are a responsibility for me and have been my whole life. It's just like a fact of my life. Like if I've had relationships, I've had to like, I've always felt like I've really had to take care of people, whether it was like emotionally, financially. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my ex this for sure. Very unhealthy. I think you need to find someone who's not like a like more of a partnership, more of a teammate that's running beside you, not behind you. Yeah, Britain knows too much. <laughs> Jesus God. I know. It's it's uh it's a lot. I mean, honestly, it is hard though because it is it's different dating. I mean, I am not not to be like this isn't I mean, I I'm a lot. Like I am a, I'm loud. I'm You have a big energy. I fill a whole room. Yeah. Like 
and I know that about myself and it's actually like a little bit of an insecurity of mine. Like uh-huh. a lot of my life, people have been telling me like, you're too much and you need to settle down. And I think quite yeah. frankly, like it's not entirely wrong. There are moments where I'm like, you could settle down. Um, only if you want, only if it's best for what you need. I love your energy. I think it's amazing. We need people like that. <sighs> Thank you for saying that. But, um, I think that like, like I will never get approached by a man in, in person ever. They will not walk up to me. Like literally I will walk into a room and you'll see them look and they will not approach me at all. Well, if you like, say I think I'm terrifying. that, I feel like you think that. So then you walk in and then you just put out that energy because you know, you're like, no, I know for a fact, <laughs> like that's how you talk as if it's Bible. Like, oh, okay. They're, that's it, like a bold statement. I think the other thing is I would prefer for them to not approach because I go into the space so and you I'm, don't want it. That's why yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's I look at it. I mean, I'm busy. With what? <laughs> like, what are you busy with? I mean, life. Life is happening. And like, that's another responsibility. Like I've got work. I've got business. I've got all of these things. I don't know. I'm like in a thing okay, right so now. So then you're not in a place in your life that you want to have a significant other. And that's okay. I just think I've been but on so many dates. You. No, I've just been on so many dates. This is what's happening. I've been on so many dates. I went on a date with a guy who's a UFC fighter. First off, bad call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lots of testosterone. Yeah. Lost. Called me crazy. First off, let me say, if you know a tall woman and you walk up to her and the first thing you say to her is, wow, you're tall. Yeah, but she knows. She knows she's yeah, tall. Yeah, like okay. <laughs> I, it's been 31 31, 31 years. 31 years of being tall. Yeah, Thank I have you. been this big bitch for a long ass time. <laughs> you're not, I'm proud of it. I'm very happy to be I, the big bitch. I mean, I'm a great athlete. Everyone wants to be tall. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Yeah. Besides the fact that they don't make pants long enough for my size person, Honestly, that's my only complaint. I would love your femurs. Like if you could just hand them over, they're a mile long. Did I you need just them. call them femurs? Your femur bones. <laughs> I'll take them. I'll take them. Oh my God. I love this. But okay. So I want to wrap this up really quickly because I did not want to talk about my dating life. I wanted to talk about, um, Kravis's dating life, but (laughs) my God, I am here for every second of your dating life, Uh, but I just going to evolve and then we're going to look back on it. I know. And I feel like I've just been on so many bad dates that now I'm literally like when I go to approach a situation where I could potentially end up in a date, I'm like, you know what? I would rather not. I had a guy call my Jeep a Barbie Jeep. It's black on black. Like what yeah. part of that is a Barbie Jeep? And why do no. you have your toe mirrors out? We'll get into that. That could be a whole segment. What is a toe mirror? Toe mirrors are on trucks. They like put them out. You can literally like pop them out. Oh, so toe. that when you're T-O-W. towing yeah, yeah, a okay. like trailer yeah, or dude, a boat. The pink truck has toe mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> I know what those are now. Okay. But yeah. you don't need to keep them out when you're not towing anything. That's like you're trying to create big dick energy and you like don't yeah. actually have it. Yeah. You're making up for something. So don't for call sure. my Jeep a Barbie Jeep because of it. I listen. You should just call his truck a penis. Expander. I yeah. am living for this and I'm going to use that going yeah. forward. No, for sure. Okay. But my dating life right now is very good. I'm very happy with things where they are and we're going to move on to the next thing right after the break. Well, I love talking about your love life. I know. And it's because you're married and I get that, but I want to talk about Paris being married and I want to talk about, um, Travis and Courtney just being a mess. My good friend Paris. Oh my God. (laughs) I recently learned from Britain that she first and foremost, she got married last weekend. So that was huge. Yeah. How many dresses Four. insane? She looked incredible. I mean, 
honestly, it's just a dream wedding. And Oscar de la Renta styled her, I think the one she wore during her ceremony, this high neck, long sleeve floral, like, oh my gosh, she is just a dream. I mean, from somebody who was like such a ratchet human being when we were growing up. (laughs) She's like, that's hot. And then disappeared for a very long time. But she didn't though, because the homegirl got hers. Like, she comes from a very wealthy family. Obviously, we know that. Yeah. However. R.I.P. the Hilton in Reno. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't show our age. I know. I know. Um, but, no, Paris, like, made it on her own. She, yeah. I mean. Came back, was silent. I love this for people. Like, especially for women. And I, I don't normally do, like, the women thing. But I think we can, like, the silence and then coming back. And you're like, she's like, what, $300 million? Yeah. She's worth by herself, without her family, $300 million. $300 million. I mean, from, I wore her perfume in college all the time. Like, yeah. that was my signature scent. But, like, that, and I don't even know what else she did, but she created this brand for herself. And, like, hats off to her because she's successful. And, like, anyone, people talk shit about her, you know, that she's not self-made. But, like, how many rich people out there do you know that, aren't worth 300 million themselves or who didn't take the opportunity and run with it. I mean, Kourtney Kardashian is one of them. Let's start there. But like, <laughs> I, I mean, the rest of her family is worth a lot, but like you think about that, it's like you just laid back and we're like, no, nah, we're not going to do it. I don't right. know. I, I literally, and you think about somebody like Paris and this is something like, this is the Phoenix from the ashes thing that I love so much. And yeah, maybe we don't care about Paris that much. She does have the Netflix series yeah. now, Paris mm-hmm. cooks, which I tried to watch. It's, it's, it's awful. Awful. It's really right. bad, but I also don't like cooking and I don't care. She probably made money off of it though. And she made money off of it mm-hmm. and she has a Netflix show. So who the fuck cares? Like yeah. who are we to <laughs> yeah. say? We all made fun of her. I mean, and I relate to this so much, like all through high school, I was made fun of like crazy again, not to go back mm. to the tall thing, but like, you know, they would call me huge as I screamed, like literally be like, she's huge. As I like walked down the hallway, oh. they called me big bird. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Me and my best friend, this was like in 2001 when it was like not funny to do this. Um, they called us the Twin Towers. Wow. Yeah, which is, you know. That's hurtful. But they didn't bring us down. So That's hurtful. I had to. Yeah, <laughs> look at you. You're rising to the top. You and Paris are so much alike. So we are literally nothing alike. Minus, but minus the $300 million, unless you do have that. Yeah. In no, which I, case, you need to sponsor our show. Um, right. <laughs> I do not have $300 million. Maybe someday. Yeah. But I think the big thing is, is like, nobody wants to peak in high school, right? Like. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, I mean, and this is really like what it comes down to is like, you can make fun of somebody, you can do all of that stuff. But while we were making fun of Paris Hilton and like making all these memes about how like she was on all those weird shows, she was out here getting hers and didn't take what everybody else said. And she just went for it. Well, she took like the humor against her and turned it into a positive. So a negative into a positive. And now she's, you know, Paris Hilton in living a happy life. I'm pretty sure she doesn't think about that. No, she doesn't. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I do want to talk about the Kardashians just destroying everybody's weddings and making it about them. Well, I mean, does Travis's tongue really need to be down her throat 24 seven? I'm all for PDA. Same. I love it. Same. This is like, I mean, I'm not for PDA so much. Like I feel like, you know, put your hands on me, but like, don't put your tongue in my mouth in public. That's kind of like my, like a little peck here and there is like fine, but there's a tasteful way to do it. Right. We love an ass grab. Yeah. We love an ass grab. Little tap. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Hands in the pockets. Here for that. But I am not about the tongue in the mouth. It's too much. And at this point it's like, and I think everybody's questioning this. 
like, this for publicity or like, do you guys love each other? Prove? They're well, trying to prove something. And I feel like it's to spite other people and that, or like to hurt other people. And that sucks. Cause like, I don't know, your relationship should be between like you, like my husband, yeah. like always like slips in like little winks and stuff. And it just like makes my heart explode yeah. without having to be like over the top. Right. I, you and John are like literally the sweetest. I cannot handle how incredibly supportive, but like realistically supportive. I know. Well, how does it feel, Britton? I mean, he's a saint. He's a saint. I mean, he's good to all of your partners, including myself. He's the best. I am like, I love him a lot. I mean, he can be a huge pain in my ass, but. Well, yeah, humans can be a pain in the ass. As far as like him being supportive of my business, like, I can't even imagine. And he like, you know what it comes down to is he believes in me. Yeah. I don't think that I've ever had someone believe in me. I mean, my parents are great, but I haven't had someone believe in me more than he does without wavering. But your parents have to believe in you. Yeah. Like, so it's like a thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. But they're also like, you quit your job and open a fashion truck. Like, oh, I'm going to faint. I'm like, okay. yeah, me too. And now this. they're like, now they're behind it because it's been five years. But, you know, like he was like, you got this. Let's do this. Like full suite ahead. Like if this is your passion, you got to make it happen. Yeah. And like that is, yeah, invaluable. Okay. So okay. back to. Wait, hold on. Speaking of passion. Yeah. Country music. Yes. I freaking love country music. I love, love, love the new stuff, but I love the old stuff. Waylon, Willie, Hank, like, oh, it just gets me going. We, um, this is another area where like we, her and I realized that we had a lot in common when we showed up at the same concerts without realizing we were at the same concert. What was the one? Not Mitchell Tenpenny. Cause that one got canceled. Was what it was Cole Swindell? Cole Swindell? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was such a good one. And then I went to Jason Aldean recently. That was oh, really amazing. Oh my gosh. I love Jason. That was in the Bay. They don't do it quite like we do it out here when it comes to country anyway. Yeah. Well, they don't have the twang. They don't know. Like we're authentic here. We got the country and the horses. Yeah, and we the do. To go exactly. with it. Um, I also would just like to announce, and if you haven't already seen it, and I'm very much trying so hard not to listen to this album because I'm going to listen to it after. Yeah. Mitchell Tenpenny's Christmas album. I know. That's so cool. That's awesome for him. Speaking of adapting, like he's like, you know, reshaping his image. He's like, I can sing Christmas music too. I... Love him so much. It is the best Christmas album. So you've listened to it. Yeah, I, I listened to it this morning because I'm building the playlist for there may or may not be something dropping soon for Haven and Flux. So I can't wait. Related. I can't wait. Also, I'm gifting um all of our customers, not all of our customers, some of our top tier customers, your candles. <gasps> yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That makes me so happy. Stocked up like every ladies' night. So I know. You have been really you and John at, at the end of every show, John comes and buys out the rest of my stock. Well, because I need them. I'm like, go get candles. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? I feel like we're good. I think we need to talk about like our next show and just, yeah. yeah. So if you've made it this far, hey, thanks. We did wow. it. We've recorded a podcast. Ah, we did it. We're going to get better and better. We're going to get better and better. I'm very excited about this. Um, this really filled my cup. Speaking of um, recharging your batteries, this was it Seriously. for me. And um, I think that let's talk about some giveaways because we have some things we want to share with you guys. So if you follow um, Brit on Blast on Instagram, right. I will go ahead and put that in the show notes um, for you guys. I mean, I won't do it. Christian is going to do that. Christian's got us. Because I don't know how to do that. Um. But we'll do our link in the show notes. But basically, it's Brit with two T's on blast. Like, right. uh, like, like a, Bob. EOB. Like, like Bob. That's yeah. us. Bob. <laughs> um, but what are you giving away? Okay. I am giving away. 
you got me all frazzled with the relationship talk and now I like can't function. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Um, yeah. So I will be giving away a candle to um, one lucky person who follows us. Awesome. So we'll do like a little raffle for if whoever follows us. You haven't tried a Haven Influx candle, or if you don't have one in your life, you need one. This is your sign. So follow us and maybe you'll be the lucky winner. Yes. BLFT is going to give a $25 gift card so you can come in and pick out what you like in our store and we can meet you. Um, and also, I think like, just any jewelry piece that you want, necklace, earrings. We got some great basics right now. I love that. So getting mm-hmm. to pick out all of the things is always fun. Yeah, totally. That's what you want. Yeah. And you can let me know which flavor of candle you want as well. Mm. And yes, I call them flavors and not scents. Don't judge me. Oh, I love that. Um, flavor for the flavor flavor. Flavor flavor. Oh my God. <laughs> we have to talk about flavor flavor at some point. Oh, Give gosh. me the clock. Give me the clock. Oh. Speaking of the clock. Um, so then. Um, where to find us. So basically, um, I said Brit on blast. So that's yeah. on Instagram. That's all we have right now. Maybe we'll get a Facebook at some point. Who knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. we'll sort it out as we go along. Um, definitely follow biggest little fashion truck. So that's BLFT Reno. Yes. And then you can follow Haven and flux. And that's just to be clear. Cause people think I'm trying to flex all the time. It's F L U X. Yeah. So Haven H A V E N and and that's it. Well, thank you so much for listening. Brit on Blast, first ever episode. Yep. And we will see you on Thursdays, every Thursday, except for this week, which will be Friday. You're Eesh. hearing this on a Friday. Happy Friday. Happy weekend, by the Fry-yay. way. Friday. Friday. Yes. Not that we get one. Next episode, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about, too. S- so many exciting things to talk about. And please head over to our Instagram and let us know what you want to hear from us from a business perspective, from a job, from a life perspective. And no, I don't want to talk about my relationship anymore. Hope you guys have an amazing, amazing weekend. And we will see you next Thursday at 6 a.m. Bye, bees. Bye.